everybody. Back behind the mic. What is up? Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you too. God, it feels good to be back. I know. A little hiatus, which we apologize for. Yeah. The spring crazies are real. Yeah. But what have we been doing? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Stand visits. Yep. Stand visits. Uh, a- holidays. Ahars was in full swing. That's right. Holidays. Yeah. Yep. Gosh. And then, uh, and then, you know, finishing up the echo transition. Yeah. Yep. We'll talk about that. I know we will. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of stuff going on, man, yep. but you've been good. Yeah, I've been great, man. Good. Good yeah. holidays. Yeah. It's fantastic holidays. Good, uh, I probably listened to that rescue Rob saves Christmas episode at least three or four times on my drive up to Maryland from mobile. That's what's up. Yeah, man. It got me pumped for the holidays. You know, we need to do that probably every year. Yeah. Get, get rescue that. Rob on. Yeah. Um, like not replay that recording, but yeah. rip a new recording each time. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, we talked about like our favorite Christmas movies yeah. and other things. And Dude, we'll yeah. put it on the books, man. Yeah. It just feels good to be back behind the mic again. I know it does. Yeah. yeah. So what? Last two episodes, we had Rescue Rob, of yep. course. And then we, we had British Bob. British Bob. That was talking good about one. Hitron and, yep. um, you know, cool, cool stuff like that. Yeah. It's yeah. uh, you, you only hear uh, two of the hosts here. We got Uncle Rob's on assignment somewhere in the country. We don't know. Uncle Rob has been traveling. Yeah. Like crazy man. Yeah. He really has. And, uh, we do have a fun, should we talk about the fun trip we have coming up? I really want to talk about this trip that we have coming up. Yeah. We're going to Heli Expo. Yeah. We are going to be live. Round two. I guess not live, but we're going to be live because it's cool to say that from Heli Expo from Anaheim, California. Yep. Coming up. Bunch of good episodes are going to be released. I'm pumped. Yeah. Me too, man. Yeah. Last year we met up with um, really a bunch of other podcasters. Yep. We had great interviews with, yep. um, you know, prior Coasties. Uh, let's see. We had Airbus folks on there. Yep. Um, can expect else? more of the same probably from this year, huh? Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. So not in, not in Atlanta this year, No. which that was awesome. That was easy travels. Very close. Uh, but we're going to Anaheim, Anaheim, California. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. There's, those are gonna be fun ones. Yep. Get yeah. to hear the hustle and bustle. Yeah. If any of the uh, folks out there uh, are listeners to this podcast yep. and want to swing by, we will have a Coast Guard booth. Um, uh, kind of co-located with the Coast Guard recruiting yep. office that's out there in Southern California. And uh, we'll kind of share the space. Yeah. We'll offer it up to other podcasters yep. too, maybe do some joint efforts. Oh yeah. And then hopefully uh, pull some folks into the Coast Guard. Yeah, I'm you know? sure I'm sure there'll be patches and stickers to be given out too if you need more incentive. But yeah. come swing by and have a chat. And you got a cool search and rescue helicopter story. Might even have you on the podcast. Ooh, we'd love to interview folks. You know? Yeah. Yeah, hit up uh, hit up the Instagram. Yep. Um, hit up Miranda at... Uh, at... Miranda at flight suit Friday at hotmail.com. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. It's on Instagram. Uh, yeah. The flight suit Friday podcast Sweet. or uh, Instagram. Anyways. Um, yeah, maybe we could set something up. Yeah. It'd be good, dude. I would love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. So what else is new, man? Dude, there's a, uh, there's another voice. Should we, should we do a little quick intro before we get into news and highlights and everything? Yeah, for sure. I want to bring her in. Okay. Hello. Hello. Oh, Who's that? Oh, oh, oh wait, 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 wait. I thought the whole point of the podcast oh. was we, we got to let one rip, you know? I like, love it. Ready? All right, let's Here let Here we rip. go. Oh, mm. who are you? That's a great question. <laughs> Just, yeah, that's a deep question. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Who are you right now? Who am I? Yeah. Uh, Lieutenant Leah Steinbeck. Oh, Yeah. 65 Division with yeah. you two beautiful people. Hey. Oh, okay. Thank you. Oh, sorry. I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to <laughs> play that again. <laughs> All righty. Yeah. So, I mean, Academy Broad, I guess. Go Bears. Go Bears. Go Bears. 
I like to uh, sometimes throw the United States Coast Guard Academy. Oh, heck yeah! There's more than one, (laughs) right? And and not not the Chicago Bears, the Coast Guard Bears, (laughs) the Coast Guard Bears, exactly. Um, Yeah, so graduated in 2015. Went to a boat first out of Miami. Nice. Two years down there. What kind of boat? FRC. Oh, nice. Fast response. Those are the fun ones. Those are cool. Yeah, Yeah, the fast ones. Those are pretty cool. Cool. Honestly, it was. A good tour, I would say. Yeah. Didn't really enjoy much being underway, but I think yeah. I learned a lot. And I think a lot of people could say that too. Sure. Yeah. I picked up for flight school. Heck yeah. Uh, and then I graduated flight school the same time as our great Max Cherno did. Oh, oh yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah. Hellions. Wait, what? Yeah, HG28. Like you guys had the same winging date? Yeah, same, same winging date, same wing class what? and everything. Yeah. I actually have a picture of us. I do. The, is it the black and white one? Oh, uh, maybe the, the one with all of our like winging class and everything. No, it's just like me and you. Oh, in front, out, outside in front of the 57. <laughs> it might be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have that one. I'll have too. to like dig it up and bring it and show you. It but. is funny yeah, how, how we just like how Coast Guard careers like break up and then they collide back. Yeah, and that's awesome. You know, yeah, it was pretty sweet. Where, yeah. where was the uh, winging party that night? Oh, um, uh, we did ours. Our flounders. Flounders. Yeah. flounders. Okay. I that did not go. Bar tab felt like it went for. Yeah, that ever. was wild. We oh, kept really? checking back into like, no, it's still free drinks. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like midnight and we're like, damn, we're still going. <laughs> yeah. Like- okay. Well, I guess. Um, speaking of drinks, uh, Leah brought us a really cool beer. You want to tell us about the beer that you brought? Yeah. So, I'm a big brewery snob, so I found this one brewery in Navarre near my uh, dad's house. He lives over in Navarre. It's called St. Michael's. Uh I'm trying not to uh, spill my beer here because I'm trying to admire the art that they got on here. I was going to say, this is a beautiful pint can. I know. It is pretty... it is, it is well-made. It's also pretty funny. I, yeah. It is pretty funny. Yeah. So they're, they're military folks or, so or, re, or retired or something. I believe so. The owner is, and they do all their beers named after law enforcement or military. So there's like nice off the top of my head, Coasty, of course, you have oh, yeah. to have one of those. Yeah. This one that we're drinking is called the Creepin Chinook. Yeah. <laughs> And it looks like, you know, we got two Chinooks there flying mm-hmm. the beach line like we all do. Yeah, not they, they don't look like they're flying the beach line yeah, fast. They're, they're well no. below 500 feet yeah. within a quarter mile, yeah, too. Yeah, because then there's what, probably uh, maybe in her 20s, smoking hot babe, just chilling there <laughs> yeah. on the yeah. sand. Yeah. And so, so, the, so the Chinooks are indeed creeping. They are creeping. <laughs> they are creeping. Wait, if you look close enough, you can see Uncle Rob flying the front line. <laughs> Dude, oh, that, yeah, I can see his mustache from here. Dude, low and slow and good low to go. Slow and steady. That is I awesome. Yeah, this is a great, it's a tasty beer, too. It you guys is. like it? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know. German you, style I mean, Pilsner. Yeah. Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. yeah. First of all, thanks for bringing beer. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. That usually doesn't happen. I no. think we just, you know, grab beers out of the old beer fridge. Yeah. We, we have, over here. we got, surprise. we are ATC cockroaches. We go grab, <laughs> we steal some beer out of the beer fridge and then we hijack the trade up conference room to record. Yeah. Which is pretty great. Kind of like uh, gypsies. Yeah, we are. In a way. Exactly. It's not like a derogatory thing, I don't think. No, I don't think so. I think you're good. Well, I I looked in the fridge and I saw that it was kind of sad and I was like, all right, we could do better, you know? I think think like we went through the holidays and, you know, we haven't really been hanging out a whole lot. You know, things have been somewhat busy and and the beer fridge got empty and it's time to replenish. Time to replenish. Spring clean. Yeah, spring clean. Spring clean means replenish. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Cool. Well- Uh, we got some we got some admin to take care of right now. I think we got some pretty cool shout outs and some news. Should we get into it? Yeah, buddy. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Got an awesome shout out for a unit. Our family up north in Sitka, Alaska. Yeah. 
Sounds like they had back in uh, January, and I apologize because it's now February. Yeah. Um, but uh, got an email. Uh, basically, these guys had a crazy case, wanted to share it. Um, perhaps it made larger news, you know, outside of just local news too. So if you've seen this on the, uh, on the national stage or something like that, it's pretty cool. Um, but um, so I'll start off with the crew. Um, aircraft Commander, uh, Lieutenant Commander Jared Carbajal, uh, the co-pilot, Lieutenant John Orthman, uh, flight mechanic, and this was his first operational hoist, okay. uh, John Deal, and the rescue swimmers, AST-2, Aaron Mulkey. Um, so the crew launched uh, super fast, by the way. Uh, they made sure that this was in bold. 18-minute <laughs> no. launch time from noti- notification to airborne in dry suits. That, oh, that is tough. Dog. It takes me 18 minutes to stick my head through that rubber. Dude, it takes sometimes. me 18 minutes to navigate Almas. <laughs> yeah, well, seriously. Maybe they didn't sign for the plane because that's... Operational. Yeah, Send sure. it, you know. So, but anyway, 18 that minutes, is, dude. That is very impressive. Yeah, so good job, uh, guys, on that. Um, but they launched for a capsized vessel, um, and they were alerted by an iPhone SOS uh, through the like local PD. So, like, cool. uh, you know, iPhone goes off. Yeah. I, I perhaps, like, local uh, authorities get notification of something like that, since it's not maritime. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then eventually it got to sector. So... Uh, I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but I've set off my SOS on my phone. Before. Is that when you smash the, like the turn off button? You know, when it like starts going like, whoop, yeah. whoop, it starts whooping at you. Yeah. yeah. Dude. So if I let it whoop for a little longer, I'm going to get a coast guard helicopter. Yeah. Oh, perfect. It actually happened on a training flight, uh, somewhere might've been here before. Really? It, like a, like a crew member, like their phone went to SOS mode oh. and then sector got a hold. Oh, I heard it. Cause they were like hoisting and everything. And I think they Something bumped like their that. phone or yeah. 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 So anyways, uh, shout out to Apple. Yeah. Yeah, just kidding. Yeah. Well, they, we could, they don't need a shout out. I mean, if Apple wants to sponsor us, cool. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Um, so sector got the call, obviously launched the 60, probably the duty crew. Um, they arrived on scene to find the vessel overturned and three of the five people on board sitting on the bottom of the vessel. So probably, okay. you know, on the, the yep. whole of the vessel, um, they're hypothermic. Uh, the other two eventually confirmed deceased in the cabin still. Mm-hmm. So a sad aspect to the story. Uh, but they did hoist the three survivors in the, uh, in 15 foot swells just outside Good of a break night. zone near rocks. Yeah. Which sucks yeah. obviously. Um, and then, uh, pretty much all had serious injuries yeah. uh, except one was, uh, very critical. Uh-huh. Uh, all th- the three folks that they hoisted did survive. Um, uh, no doubt to like the, you know, the yeah. quick response time. It's one yeah. of those cases where, Launching within a 30 minute window actually made sense, right? Oh, yeah, and absolutely. probably saved their lives for sure. Um, other assets that launched, they had a ready uh, C-130J from Kodiak. Nice. Uh, they diverted Kodiak um, on a logs mission, uh, from a logs mission. The Coast Guard cutter Douglas Denman was also on scene or, uh, you know, a lo- an asset that was launched. Yeah. Uh, the Coast Guard cutter Kukui, that's an awesome name. That is pretty cool. And uh, local uh, police departments and fireboats. That's awesome. So again, big shout out to Air Station Sitka on that well, case. Well done. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yep. Gosh. 60, 60 folks doing big things, man, for sure. Yeah, that is, uh, gosh, I love that. Um, I love that fact that they were airborne quick. They got over there because you're right. That is in a case where launching within that 30 minute window does make all the difference. You know, and we talk about, we've talked about this before oh, where yeah. it's like, you know, you get, you get there when you get there. Yeah. Ultimately, you know, yeah. you put your, your best efforts in and, yeah. and sometimes we get launched out on these cases where it's like a you know, flare sighting or yeah. something like that. Probably not launching within 18 minutes right. for a flare sighting. Right. But sometimes it, dude, it like lives are on the line. Yeah. Like these guys, these guys did it. Man. Yeah. That's like the, uh, the aircraft commander board confirmed PIW like yeah. questions that you're probably going to get with, uh, 
with like CRM, ORM discussions and everything like that. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Absolutely crushed it. Yeah. Keep doing good work up there. Seika. Hell yeah. Love yeah. it. Love to hear it. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. I love shout outs. I know they pump me up. Yeah, me too. And I really appreciate the email. So please keep sending them. If you guys are listening, mm-hmm. your unit has a cool case. Um, obviously we'd love to interview you and we'll set it up if you guys are interested, but if you just want to like a little shout out, send us a little synopsis on the case and it will get read. Absolutely. And we will be pumped. hundred percent pumped. Yep. Yeah. Sweet dude. Let's talk about some news. Okay. Sweet home Alabama. Is that what that is? Is it? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Okay. It's going to be really embarrassing when it's not. And then Miranda, Miranda's going to get a bunch of DMs on Instagram. Like what? They don't even know what that song is. Dude, no kidding. Especially being in Alabama. Yeah. Uh, yeah we have zero excuses. Uncle Rob's going to bust here in a minute. Somebody say Leonard Skinner. Uncle Rob's from Alabama. Yeah, he is. Is he really? Yeah. Yes, he is. Yep. Yeah. I went to yeah. old I Troy, th- Alabama. I think uh, for college. I think we've mentioned this before, but his dad it's, this is actually great. This, this, oh, this dude, has yes. to do with Chinooks, but his dad recently retired for the second time. His dad was a active duty Chinook pilot, retired, then was a civilian Chinook instructor. And uh, rumor has it he had close to, if not 10,000 hours in the Chinook. Oh, no. Wow. I think it was closer to 20,000. What? Yeah. Not kidding. Holy cow. Yeah. That is a lot of hours. I know. To do anything. Yes. Anything. I know. <laughs> That's wild. I think he retired from the army maybe once, twice or three yeah. times yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Um, yeah. That guy, that, that's a cool story. We should probably try to get him on the yeah. podcast. That would there actually be pretty sweet. Yeah. And he can just pick on Rob the entire time. That'd be great. <laughs> like, Oh, you little baby <laughs> with your 3000 hours. Dude, my, my favorite Rob stories is I think he, uh, he got to fly with his dad as the instructor a couple of times. So that, those are pretty funny. Maybe, yeah. yeah maybe we'll get Yeah. He got on the, he got on that flight with his dad on the final flight. Yeah. You know, they, that was cool. Taxiing yep. underneath the, uh, dude, those fire pi- trucks, those pictures are pretty cool, man. Yeah. I've got to imagine it's got to be an emotional flight. That's, a, that's impressive. You know, for anybody to fly that long oh, and, yeah. uh, and retire, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and walk away. Yeah. That's really impressive. Yeah. Cause I think, uh, you know, he, he, he did, did war and <laughs> yeah. Flew in some battles and yeah. stuff. And dude, you know. crazy. Yeah. All right. So, we'll get to the news now. <laughs> The news. Um, <laughs> we got the Coast Guard uh, Aviation Workout to Remember coming up. Oh, gosh. I love that So one. every year, you know, yep. uh, the 28th of November. Um, so um, if you want more uh, information on this uh, as a unit or just somebody, a listener who wanted to participate in the workout, you can go to uh, CG, uh, W-O-D uh, for WOD, to remember.com yeah. and or the Coast Guard Foundation also yep. uh, has information on it. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, invite you to join the countless Patriots who supported our cause by completing the Coast Guard workout to remember on or around the 20th of February, yeah. uh, 2024. Um, they also encourage you to, uh, help raise funds by collecting donations or, or purchasing one of our, uh, 2024 commemorative items. As always, all proceeds, uh, from sales go to the Coast Guard Foundation, helping those that, uh, are fallen heroes left behind. Dude, big fan of this whole thing, man. Like- yeah. Like I've enjoyed, cause I've done this at units with everybody, yep. but I've also done this when like I was on leaf or PCS or I was TDY. I can't remember what it was, but I did the workout by myself too. That's also a great way to do it. Like if you can't get to the unit and do it, but it's just great. Fantastic workout. Great cause. 
Uh, good excuse to go get a workout in and, and remember some fallen homies. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, should I read out the workout? Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. So the workout is, is four rounds, uh, 400 meter run, 65 air squats, and then 35 burpee pull-ups. Yep. And of course you can do it as individual. Um, sometimes teams, teams are fun. Get after it. Yeah. I like me personally. I, I do like the team aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. Well, one, because I don't, you know, <laughs> I struggle through the entire workout by yeah. myself, uh, because some folks like to do weighted vests too, yeah. which make it even harder. Yeah. Um, but the team aspect is a lot of fun, man. Especially if you got a couple other, uh, buds who are teamed up against you. Yeah. Then you can kind of compete against them. Yeah. Do one of our, one of our prior interviewees, uh, old Mike Flint, when he would do that workout, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to keep up with him. Right. Oh, he's nasty. Uh, no. Yeah. Absolutely just not. Go out there and crush it. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. like, it is, but it's like beyond the point of crushing it and it is just wild. Man's a fitness freak. Freak of nature. Yeah. He is a freak of nature. Yep. What's up, Mike? Hey, Mike. He's not listening. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to come on for beers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Sweet. Uh, and then another piece of news that I guess, I guess is the elephant in the room. Echo transitions coming to an end. That's Ooh. right. That's right. Yep. Last student uh, going to be on deck here soon at the this time of the recording. I guess by the time you're listening to this, they'll be probably about halfway through. So yeah, that was a that yeah. was a bear. What does the future hold after the echo transition for the 65 a, B, division? C D E at Foxtrot. <laughs> oh, Model oh, we're Fox doing Trot. another one. I don't know. <laughs> you know, sometimes. We laugh, yeah, but yeah, right, exactly. There's, prob- might be there's probably an office up at headquarters that's yeah. working on the Coast Guard Foxtrot. Yeah, they're going to dark room. They're going to listen to the podcast. They're, like, they're going to like, how'd they know? <laughs> <laughs> how'd they know? Shut yeah. these guys down. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no more echo transitions. Yep. We get to focus a lot of our efforts on designation students, yep. which is good. Yeah. Um, to kind of help out with uh, the folks that might be waiting at home. Yep. Um, and then of course, probably, you know, it's probably good news for people at flight school too, right? Oh, yeah. Shorter wait times to get through their designation courses. Yep. So yeah, that'll be good. I'm looking forward to that, man. Oh yeah, me too. Love, love designation De- students. Designation flights are the blast. Yeah. And yeah. then also we need to go to um, Pensacola, I'm sorry, Whiting Field. Yes. And we need to get on that new helicopter. The Thrasher. The, oh, the what, Thrasher, what is it? Yeah. The, the TH-73? 73. Yeah. Okay. That sounds familiar. The Thrasher. Sure. Yeah. Just a lot of shakas. You know, being just up. so we can learn yeah. what, you know, the students are yeah. uh, exposed to before they show up here. Yeah. Because rumor has it, the only limitation of that helicopter is VNE. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Really? I'm ready to go I test mean, that limit, bud. Yeah. I'm sure there's other limits, but like, yeah. it's not a little torquey bird like the old 65 is. So, yeah. and uh, I think the students that come through, uh, go through Naval Flight School, flying the 57 are, are appreciative of a torque limited aircraft. And it's a little easier to teach them here. So. Yeah going to be interesting. Maybe yep. hopefully uh, not as many bells rung, but they might try to ring the bell on us a little more. <laughs> so we should probably go figure out what it's like to fly that thing. Yeah. I think that would be good. Yeah. we got to set that up, dude. Yeah. All right. Agreed. If you're, li- if you're over in a uh, widening field and you're listening, help us out. Yeah, yeah. Hook us up. Yeah. Throw us a flight. We will come. We will come and fly the, fly the helicopter. And then we'll bring the podcast gear. <laughs> oh yeah. That'd be great. We'll talk about it. And we'll bring beer. We'll bring beer. That'd yes. be your selling point. Yeah. yeah. We'll beer. bring podcast gear and we will bring beer. And just let us fly your helicopter. Perfect. Amazing. Deal. Cool. That's done. Got any more news, bud? No. Cool. Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah. So the reason we wanted to have Leah on is like rumor has it, she had a pretty sweet case right before she PCS that we want to talk about. But Nick and I just landed from a flight and I have a really important question before we talk about this case. 
Yeah, I'm glad you guys changed because you even made me feel really bad being in a flight suit. Oh, yeah. And in, you guys were in, rock, in, rock in, in the dry suit in 70 degree weather. It actually cooled down quite a bit offshore. Yeah, it, yeah. it was a bit, I it mean, was a little 60 chilly. degrees. Yeah, actually, yeah, it felt a little chillier than that. So it might have been. It yeah. got good. Yeah, that felt good out there today. It did. It did. Um, the winds were a little challenging because yeah. I didn't, couldn't really couldn't really pick out where they were coming from today. And it was weird. In the bay, it was like solid. It had to be 13 knots. Yeah, I was joking like, about really? that. Yeah, we saw wind streaks coming off the bay, and then he, Nick's like, "Watch, we're gonna get offshore, and the winds are gonna be hard to find." And sure enough, dude, yeah. it was dead. Yeah, could not find the winds. Well, not dead, but that's know. how it was yesterday. Except yeah. it was dead in the bay too when yeah. Ben and I went out. And yeah, and I couldn't find anything, and it was like, all right, it's just one of those days. And it, yeah. and it was like the bay was it was really windy, but it was all laid down, which is cool. Which you get really pumped at as a 65 pilot when you see crazy wind streaks and laid down swell. Oh, yeah, and you're like flat calm with a lot of wind. This is gonna be fun hoisting. Yep. And then the DIWs are just like you pin the boat between your rotor wash and the wind, and, Ugh, and you feel, and thing. you're just like you're like I am good pilot. Yeah, this is great. So for the listeners, we're talking about winds because we're extremely power limited. Yes, and winds are our friends. Winds. What did you say about the windsock thing? The 65 being expensive. Oh yeah, something we were, or other. I made a comment today when we were flying because I was pedal turning to try to find the wind. I'm like, oh, we are a nine million dollar wind. Uh, probe right now. I'm just trying to find the wind. Like I can't no. say probe. No, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so another very important question popped up yeah, on the flight. Send it. And you'll probably remember this question. You're familiar with Top Golf, yes? Oh my gosh, yeah. If you had to do an emergency landing in a Top Golf, do you think people would stop hitting the balls or do you think they would hit more balls to the helicopter that is landing in Top Golf? <laughs> Definitely hit it. Yeah. 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 You got a target out there. You gotta, I think there'd you gotta, be a, I think there'd be a moment of like balls would stop flying and then you, because people would be confused. Yeah. And then it'd be like, Oh, get that helicopter. And they'd probably like, stop to watch the helicopter. Yeah. And then immediately they'd be like, well, now I have to hit it. Yeah. Full smashies. Yeah. After that. Yeah, exactly. It's a Mac. It would be a golf ball magnet. So <laughs> I would, that was my yeah. response. Oh, too. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, so you, just so you know, like I, you know, and, and not even as a teenager. Right. But, uh, I would probably start hitting more balls. So yeah. Yeah. And because just then your goal would be, would right. Let's see if we can break a window. Yeah. Right. It's Especially a, if you land in like right in front of everybody, yeah. you have the windows exposed. Like, yeah. When that, it's, a, it's an easy target. When that pickup cart comes through, it's a, it's a ball magnet, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Now That's you have everyone a, wants you have to hit the cart. Right. Orange helicopter or whatever helicopter you choose to fly yeah. in there. It's going to get hit. I love how their safety briefs, like whatever you do, don't hit balls at the cart. What do you want to do when someone tells you not to do that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, dog, I'm going to hit that thing. Yeah. yeah. That is what you do at driving ranges or at top golfs. So, all right, cool. You, you need a target. That's yeah. not, yeah. you know, the, right. the pin in the hole, right? Yeah. Oh, that was our training question. <laughs> yeah, that day. was a good training question. Um, you know, you know, think about that, you know, after, after listening to this podcast, um, you know, have a, have a, have a fireside thought about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, it should be your little like survey, right? When Miranda puts that on, like what would people do? Oh, that's a good one. She's not going to do it though. No, probably not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that though. Yeah. yeah that's a good one. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, Dude, maybe. Leah better be careful. She might find herself a new job. Yeah. She might be a podcast presenter. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, people have been dying to hear me. So let's, let's not disappoint. You're about no. the same height as uncle Rob too. I know. So. Okay. He's got to throw uncle the Rob's stash out. on. <laughs> All right. There you were. Yeah. Story time. I got caught up with the, what we were drinking, but I didn't get to finish that. I was in Atlantic city prior to coming here. So in case anyone was wondering Mm -hmm. mysteriously where I came from, spent, uh, just about four and a half, little under four and a half years. They kept me a little longer just with how tight we are as a service with having pilots. Yeah. So I was helping out the SAR side. So this was 
actually, this is kind of like a two, two part story, like same crew, mm-hmm. two different cases. Okay. We can talk about it. If we I want, love it. But Let's do it. So this is my second to last duty day in Atlantic City back yeah. in uh, August 11th because I just wrote an award for everybody on it. But oh, nice. Good for you. That's awesome. Emily Bogdan, I don't know if you guys know her. She's up in Atlantic City. She was New Orleans prior to oh, yeah. Atlantic City. She had just gotten back her SAR call and she was a co-pilot, super bright-eyed, bushy tail, so yeah. excited. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Dude, and, we've all been there. Uh-huh. Oh, right? She's like, yeah. I'm going to sleep in my flight suit tonight. Oh, so yeah. she was amped. Yeah. And it's because she was doing AI for so long or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. She was Gosh. like something different than uh, intercepting another orange helicopter. Yeah, or okay. Cessna. Fair enough. So uh, our first call that night, so we had two. The first one was Red Flare Standard near Philly. Everyone rolls our eyes, right? We go out there. We do the deed. We only did, I think, one search pattern on it. Yeah. I have a, I'm sorry. I have a question. Yeah, go for it. So like- Flare sightings in a massive metropolitan area that's Philly's like, I guess more on rivers than it is like coastal. Right. Like, would it be like a, a flare setting on a river? Yeah. And we still have to fly on oh it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that is wild. It's not ideal. Yeah. And because like, it's hard to do a, so you just, was it the Schuylkill river or? Yeah. So the Schuylkill mm-hmm. goes right through Philly yeah. and then picks up the Delaware river and then nice. heads north or south, depending on where you're going. And you can also, the river goes around the east side as well. Mm-hmm. So you could either take the Schuylkill to yeah. go through the actual city and the towers, mm-hmm. or you can just go around it. Depends on what you want to do. Gosh, interesting. Okay. So ours was south of that. Okay. And of course there's power lines that we're dodging. And we only did one search pattern. We get back to Atlantic City and... As soon as we shut down, SAR alarm goes oh, off yeah. again, right? What, what what time about are we talking? It's probably around eleven forty-five. Oh yeah, okay. So yep. you're you you're in the nighttime. Yeah. In the nighttime. Yeah. And we <laughs> we all roll our eyes, right? Because we're like, okay, another red flare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So instantly I was like, fill her up seventeen hundred, because you just want to yeah. maximize as much as you can. I head up to our opsin and Katie Sneed, who I'm going to give a little shout out to her. She's going to be a phenomenal pilot one day. Heck very yeah. squared away. Currently in flight school? Currently at Atlantic City. Nice. She just texted me the other day. She's going to go through her AC syllabus. So oh, okay. hopefully everything goes well for her. Awesome. But yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Super proud of her. Right. Nice. She's on the phone and she gives me this look because I have this look like, okay, yeah. like what are we getting ourselves into? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. This is probably dumb. And it's just like, no, like she has like the phone in her hand and she's doing this thing with her finger and she's like this mouthing, this is real. Oh my gosh. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. And she puts it on speakerphone and sector. You could just, their minds are blown, right? They're just trying to do everything that they can. But you, all I hear is five people boat crash. Yeah. One possibly dead. Yeah. One broken foot. Yeah. One possible broken ribs, broken oh shoulders. Yeah. Other two unknown. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, right, litter, and then I'm like, okay, where is it? Yeah, and it's literally like in our backyard where oh, Atlantic City yeah. is, and I'm like, oh, perfect, right? Oh, I just filled the aircraft up to 1700. Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, defuel. Like we're right here. Yeah. Like let's just defuel right into our hoisting weights. So we can get right into it, and. From there, I just like, 
I immediately, so in Atlantic City, people who've been there, they know there's two hospitals mm-hmm. that you could go to. There's Atlantic Care downtown, which is near the casinos. Mm-hmm. If you guys get a chance to do a stand visit, definitely mm-hmm. 10, 10 recommend. So you have Atlantic Care downtown and then you have Atlantic Care mainland. Mm-hmm. I elected to choose mainland because it was closer to the crash site. Okay. Versus going to Atlantic Care downtown. Yes, it was higher level care, mm-hmm. but I was like, I didn't know what I was getting myself into, especially when no one really knew the extent of what was happening. Sure. So that was my decision. I told Katie to set everything up for yeah. us. And once we got on scene, I when I saw this boat, I swear to God, it looked like a DUI crash with the boat just completely smashed in yeah. because they slammed into a dayboard and they oh, Lord. they had of like been going somewhere between 20 to 30 knots to yeah, slam into it that hard and towboat us is there and he's doing his best to yeah. try to like yeah hold on to the boat pull this guy with this leg and i wouldn't even say it was broken like it yeah. was completely 90 degrees yeah oh, gosh. to the right like Knee and below, 90 degrees to the right. Dude, Blood's going everywhere. That is, can I just make a quick shout out? Toba US, like consummate professionals. They really like, are. Those folks are fantastic. Like they are so reliable and they like do so much. They're underappreciative. Yeah, 100%. Because we're just like, oh, like we as the coasties on the boats can go out there and tow or yeah. Toba US, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. They are shout great. out to them. Yeah. They're, they're all stars. And this guy was, I mean, I never got his name, but- I don't know if, cause he had a dog mm-hmm. on his boat and I don't know if that was part of the crash or if that was his dog. Yeah. I highly doubt like towboat US is just rocking around with a dog on a boat, but they could be. Yeah, maybe. If, yeah. they, if I they do, do man, I might hit him up after 20 years of service. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Take the pup on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he's like trying to hold on to the boat, pull this other guy. Yeah. And we immediately just launched our swimmer and the rest of our crew, because I, I feel like they deserve a lot of recognition as well, is our flight mech was Blake Helton and our swimmer was Thomas Lorimer. And they didn't tell me this till the very end of the case, but Blake and Thomas, that was their first case ever. And oh, they, wow. Both of them. Dude, it seems to be like that happens more often than not. Yeah. is like your gnarliest cases are your first cases. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so we... We deploy Thomas right away and mm. he gets on towboat US to help that guy out. Mm. Immediately he calls for the litter. Well, the problem is like there was a current going through like the ICW, which is why towboat US was struggling to even keep up with the boat oh, as well. Yeah, yeah. So at that point, he kind of just let the boat go. Mm-hmm. And Emily was trying to use her spotlight to keep on the boat. So that yes. way we knew where it was. Sure. We were probably around 30 feet when we got into this hover. And I was focused on like trying to see what Thomas wanted. Yeah. And he calls for the litter. We send the litter down and then he calls up and he's like, there's no good place to do this hoist on the towboat. Oh, on like, the towboat. Yeah. You can't extend the litter and have a solid flat platform. Basically. Right. He's yeah. like, I'm not going to put him in the water. Mm-hmm. Like we just got him yeah. out of the water basically. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's on the boat and I'm not going to put him in the water. Like he's yeah. like, Damn. do you think you can split between like with this, boat that towboat us had they had like the pilot house and there was like this stanchion he's like can you like basically thread the needle yeah i was like dude i mean we're gonna try yeah, right that's what's up. i'm just thinking i'm just thinking of the toy, toy story scene where all like the little animals are in the thing and they're all looking up they're like the claw <laughs> yeah literally and Leah's just, yeah. 
performing brain surgery That's with the claw. Up, dude. And honestly, like shout out to Blake too, right? Like the oh, yeah. cable management and all that. And we, we were able to get that guy with his broken leg, if you want to call it that, yeah. into the cabin. I mean, you could see blood going everywhere. And yeah. I looked at Emily at one point. And I was like, wow. oh yeah. my God, yeah. right? Yeah. And then we shifted focus on the next individual, whoever that was. Mm -hmm. And Thomas selected that it was a guy who was complaining he was having chest issues and his shoulder. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. At this moment, were you thinking like, hey, should we go deliver this patient to the hospital before we get deal with everybody else? Or like, what was the, was there a conversation in the helicopter about that at all? Yes, but we wanted, because our information that we got at, mm -hmm. uh, at the first part of it right. was there was a second individual hurt. Yeah. We were like, okay, like at least check this guy out yeah. and let Thomas make the decision nice. awesome. on that, on what he wanted to do. So that was completely in his court. Yeah. And he was like, okay, take this guy. Nice. Okay. And we, I mean, we can armchair quarterback this all day. Right. Yeah. But we didn't even like think about the sequence with, hoist of like litter basket like we immediately oh, yeah. just went yeah. to the guy whose leg was just completely in a position yeah. it wasn't supposed to be in and from there after he was like take that guy we had even issues even getting the basket out yeah, with the say, litter in without yeah. dragging it over the dude and right. The litter, right and we kept telling blake like just do your best like yeah. you yeah. know it's gonna be tough and Thomas asked for the EMT kit. Yeah. So. Which Emily, is also in the back. Which is also in the back. Yeah. Right. Because we kind of prepped him like, hey, are you good with us keeping you on scene? Yeah. And we're going to take these two guys to the hospital. Yeah. And he was like, thousand percent. Well, like as he's attending the guy with the shoulder and the chest issues, we had a small boat come up from uh -huh. one of, I think it was like Barnegat Light or something. There's a bunch of small boats in Atlantic City area or around the Jersey Eastern Shore. So one of them pop up and they're pulling the guy, because like I mentioned, the first one possible, possibly dead. They pull that guy off and they just like immediately are going into CPR mm -hmm. on this dude. And I find out later from Thomas that they they were trying to rip him away from attending the people that needed immediate care sure. because the first guy being unresponsive, he was like, I'm going to deal with this dude. Cause he was in the middle of being taken out of the boat by yeah. Tobo us who was struggling. So yeah. he felt the need to assist yeah. him before going to the guy that was unconscious. Yeah. And he, uh, yeah, I would say not to like, put a little emotion into it, but like someone, cause Emily was trying to help Blake in the back sure. and like watching someone from within 10 yards, five yards from you just get CPR like that was yeah. just like, yeah. whoa, you that, know, that is really a huge tough. wake up call. Yeah, like, absolutely. I've, uh, I've, I've experienced something similar to that and it's hard to, um, recage yeah. and focus on flying a dynamic you know, flying in a dynamic environment, which sounds like you guys were with currents and at night and like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah that's pretty wild. You kind of like, you focus and you're like, oh boy. And then, yeah, you got, you got to, and you got all this like chaos, if you yeah. want to say going on around you mm -hmm. and you're just like, okay, like deep breath, like we got to get, yeah. we got to take care of what we can take care of. Yep. And 
it didn't get, but there was a loss of translation between Emily telling Blake, hey, try to get the EMT kit when we put the basket down to Thomas. Mm-hmm. And I think he was so focused on trying to get that basket out and not mm-hmm. hurting the dude that's in the litter yeah. that he just like glossed over it. Yeah. So we sent down the basket with no EMT kit. Yeah, uh-huh. And Thomas is like, <laughs> he was like, did you get the EMT kit? And we look and we're like, oh, crap, yeah, yeah. you know? And yeah. at that point, there was nothing we could do to get him the EMT kit because we were just like, you know what? We got to go because we don't even know the other two individuals yeah. if they need to come with us or not. Yeah. What was the transit time for on scene to that hospital that you picked? It was like maybe three minutes. Okay. And Gosh, that opens up so many options. Yeah. Though. Yeah, you can almost do a like a load and go yeah. per individual. Yeah, almost. Yeah. I mean, I know it takes a lot of time to un- you know unload people mm-hmm. and land and all that stuff, but that's convenient. Yeah, that's good. Sure. Oh yeah, that and that's why I picked the hospital yeah. because I was like, if I knew exactly what was gonna be for each individual, then maybe that higher level trauma center two would yeah. be under the option. But the sure. fact that I didn't know, I was like, my job is to get them to the, the highest level care. Yeah. Yeah. And from there, what happens to them is, yeah, exactly. is not yeah, those, on me. Yeah. At least a higher level of care, yeah. right? Yeah. Because, I mean, like, unless you're the, the AST, like, we're not medically trained. So, the, you know, and, and of, of course, in that moment, without any flight surgeon guidance or anything like that, you're like, yeah, yeah higher le- hospital. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I think. Um, and the closer one probably makes the most sense. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a lot of conversations about higher level of care and like what kind of trauma center that you bring to mm-hmm. or patient to. But yeah. Um, any trauma center or hospital is better than the position that they are in. Right. And especially if you can get back and forth in probably 15 minutes, close one's probably a better option. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and that's why I decided to make that decision and use that hospital because rightfully so, like once you're going to run into things, nothing ever goes to plan. Right. So we (laughs) elected leave Thomas, go to the hospital. Right. Well, poor Blake is back there and he's like, this guy's like in the basket, halfway out of the helicopter, halfway in it. I'm holding on. He's like, I don't have a place to sit because we didn't think about the order of sequence of doing the hoist. And I was just like, just do your best. Like, if you feel like we're going too fast, just let us know. Like, we can slow back. Like, it's not a race to get there because we don't have a far way to go anyways, yeah. but we also want to make sure nobody falls out of the aircraft, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we land at the hospital and there's, Katie does a great job as ODO. All of these nurses are out there. They got their stretchers. Awesome. They're ready to rock, right? That's awesome. However. Oh boy. We're just spinning and we're spinning and we're waiting. We're like, is anybody going to like come out? Like Blake goes out to go talk to them yeah. and they're like, you need to shut down. Oh, oh, no. They won't go out to a turning aircraft? They would not go out to a turning aircraft. Interesting. Oh, my gosh. I've, I've never heard or ran into that for any medevac or anything. And huh. they, they kept, like, they were, like, demanding it. They were being persistent. Like, you need to shut down. Yeah. And I, Emily and I both were like, no. Like, yeah. we yeah. are not going to do that. Like, yeah. We don't even know what's going on back at the scene. Yeah. We fuel. Yes, we have Atlantic City right there, luckily. But yeah. still, mm-hmm. like, you want as much in the tank as you yeah. possibly have absolutely and emily goes f it she gets out of oh, her yeah. seat and she gets around the, the helicopter and she grabs the basket with blake and they couldn't they didn't have the like strength to yeah. be able to 
physically carry, but they drag the first guy out in the basket, out of the rotor arc, yeah. right? Come yep. back, get the guy in the litter, drag him. Oh my gosh. But then the nurses, they just left the guys in the basket in the litter. No. Just left them there. And they were just like, they told Blake, they're like, what do you want us to do? Yeah, and Emily's job. like, we're Dude, going. I, if you can look at my face right now, I'm shocked. Yeah, right. right. I don't know what I would do in that situation. That's really strange. Because that is one of those things, like you have so much momentum you're like, you're like, I'm getting this done. And like, that is just a, you, you come to a full and income, like a complete stop. Yeah. And you're just like, for, what is happening? And not for a good reason. Yeah. What uh, it, other it, than perhaps the hospital's insurance policy. Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> but I would also think like, it's a little bit human instinct to want to like, you see someone hurt. Yeah. No matter like what kind of configuration that they're in. You're, yeah. Especially if you're a nurse yeah. at a hospital pull that guy out of the basket. Wow. Like, don't just like look at us like deer in the headlights. Like, what Dude. do you want us to do with these guys? I yeah. also log these stories as aircraft commander board questions. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ones. Yeah. Like, what do you do if they're just like, nope. Yeah. Okay. We'll drag them further into the good, hospital. I good guess. For your, what was your co-pilot's name again? Emily Bogdan. Good for Emily, man. Yep. That's yeah. awesome. She huge shout out. I, awesome. I told her when I wrote up her award, I was like, I made you sound like the most badass, overqualified co-pilot there <laughs> is in, in the Coast Guard. Gosh, good for, that is great. I love that. Uh-huh. And so like we ended up taking off and we left all of our devices because we were just like, we don't have time for this. Yeah. Right. And we went back, got in touch with Thomas on the radio and he happened to be on the small boat still doing CPR. Mm-hmm. I guess he got dragged into CPR yeah. with the guy that was unconscious. Mm-hmm. And uh, they went to a local marina. The other two guys were stable and fine, so they cool. didn't need to go anywhere. So then now our priority is Thomas yeah. and him on board. And, of course, the marina has to be surrounded by, like, 130-foot trees, yep. power lines. Yep. And he's like, I'm going to try to find the best area to, to yeah. get picked up in. And uh, the best one he could find, we were, like, in a 70 foot hovered. Oh my gosh. Gosh, that's Still surrounded by trees and power lines. Yeah, exactly. How many flashing lights and sirens too were at that marina as well? That is, that is wildly disorienting. I I picked up a swimmer from a marina before where a bunch, like I, they have like a command post or whatever when, when these kind of things happen Mm -hmm. and like those flashing lights and everything, especially if you're not facing at it and it's like from coming from behind flashing off the trees, you can't be aided. No, you have no to be way. unaided. Uh-huh. And that is, that is very then it'll disorienting. Be, yeah, exactly. It'll be disorienting. Massively disorienting. Like, dang. Yeah. So we ended up picking them up and we head back home, which yeah. is, you know, five minute flight at the yeah. most. And we landed and we all looked at our watch. It was only like one thirty in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like what? what felt like five hours yeah. yep. was only an hour yeah. and 20 minutes. Yeah. You guys that. did a lot in a short period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. And like, we talked about it as a crew to make sure like if anyone needed SISM, especially like that's when Blake and Thomas were like, Hey, that was our first case. And yeah. you're just like wide eyed, like, Oh, oh. okay. Yeah. You yeah. okay. Especially Thomas is like yeah. seeing all that stuff mm-hmm. and having one guy die. And yeah, you know, that that's not easy no. to, to handle. And he, he took it like a champ yeah. and uh, we ended up just bagging out the crew. We had some beers right. in the wardroom uh, all together. And nice. just kinda, some, like, sometimes that's it. the best system, man. You just have some beers with your crew after and just yeah. kind of like get it all out there. And Agreed. You're probably going to, you know, revisit it and talk, yep. tell stories. And yep. yeah. Yeah. I agree hundred percent with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And again, shout out to Thomas because the next morning he went to the hospital to go pick up the devices. Yeah. He needed not have to do that. Like, Oh yeah. He, 
he just like takes that stuff to heart. So yeah. um, hard working dude right yeah. there. Yeah. That's cool. Absolutely, dude. What yeah. a an interesting case. Right. And you know what get, gets more interesting is I had the Atlantic Care head doctor call me that Monday. He was like, Were you one of the pilots on the case? And I was like, Yes, sir. He's like, Well, I just want to know why you took him to Atlantic Care mainland and why you didn't take him to downtown. Interesting. I was like, Well, the best answer I can give you is our job is to take this individual or individuals to a higher level of care. And I feel like I did that. Yes, it wasn't to the hospital you guys wanted to because you couldn't treat those patients. But what you guys do with them after that is is not on me anymore. We did our part. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And I was like, I also left my swimmer on scene. And in my opinion, that's that's an awful feeling. Oh, I've yeah. done it a couple times. Even and when that's they're all surrounded you think about. by boats and other Coast Guard right. assets, you're still like, all right, you know, all right. You're freaking out. You're homie, just like. Homie needs a helicopter ride back home. Yeah. yeah. And and I told the doc that. I was like, I left one of my guys on scene, and that was the most important to me, yeah. to making sure I go get him and bring him home safely. Because yeah. at, at the end of the day, I put him in that position too, yeah. right? Yeah. So he, the doctor, I'll give it to him. He took it with ease and he was like no i just wanted a justification and what we could do better oh as great. like the hospital atlanta yeah. care i was like really and he's like yeah i want to do training he's like because no one knew how to interact with the helicopter at Gosh, atlanta good for him so do they not support normal air medevac or air uh air evac type um well, it's funny folks. you say that because they do. Like we've taken patients yeah. there before. So I don't know. Maybe we just had the shift that just had never had the experience. Maybe yeah. the level of trauma you delivered was pretty high. I don't uh, know. That yeah. seems really weird though. I, I, You know what, man? Like here's what I really appreciate about that is people reaching out and being like, hey, that was pretty wild night. It's happened before. It can happen again. Let's all get better together. Yes. And that is really awesome. Yeah. And, and he like kept emphasizing, I'm not pointing blame on anybody. Yeah. Like we just, what can we do better yeah, together? Those, are just, those yeah. are just professional discussions between two yes. like professionals of different, you know, and tied in agencies. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Yep. Yeah. So that was like our Friday night and then yeah. Monday, right? Like handle that phone call and it's an hour yeah. before you get off duty, which is typical. And we get this call for a medevac, this woman, she's probably in her eighties. I want to say, can't remember off the top of my head, but she fell in the shower on a cruise ship. Yeah. 125 miles offshore. Okay. Dude. Same crew. Same crew. Let's go. Was same it, wait, freaking it was the same crew. crew. Same crew. My last duty day. This was so, sorry, this case was on a- Friday night, so- Friday into Saturday. You guys go home, have a good oh, Sunday. So this is a dog watch. Dog watch, duty. yes. Oh my. Dude, With okay. the same squad. That's that, that is pretty funny when you were on duty with the same crew you just had a gnarly star case with and you're like, oh- I was like, is it going to happen again? Dude, and everybody's like, ah, no way. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you're all warmed up. Yeah, you that's, are. That's the best part. Yeah. I know. And, you know, you pop the cherry of Blake yeah. and Thomas and they felt like yeah, freaking all-stars. Yeah, you can't say pop the cherry on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely a no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I would say the biggest, this is my echo appreciation case, right? Oh, yes. We're going to talk about fuel planning. I'm yeah, right. we fuel are. planning, yes. yes. So, I thought we were going to talk about the hoist cam. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty cool too. Yeah. I mean, I love that hoist cam. Like, right? <laughs> it's pretty good. Well, yeah, we were hoisting today. I could tell when I had the uh, hoist cam up a couple times oh, and Max, Max would be looking over a oh, little bit just to, it is know, really, it is really nice. You know, uh, fine tune the control movements, yeah. I guess. For, for, um, for direct swimmers, like you kind of like, 
you hear a back and left and you're like, I know it's back and left, yeah. but I just want to peek and how much back quick, and left. And you're quick, like, dude, oh. it's, a, it's a really good reference. Oh, it's yeah. so It good. is a great tool. Yeah. Don't big stare fan, at it too long. Fan. A little disorienting. <laughs> but you just, yeah, got, yeah. you just got to take a peek. Yeah, we're not playing a video game here. Yeah. Just a little peek. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sorry. Um, so Atlantic City had the longest transition. We started in January, finished yeah actually August, the last Delta ended oh up leaving. Gosh, wow. So a lot of us ended up flying Delta and Echo for a very long time. Which must have sucked really bad. Yeah. Yep. And then you add in AI on top of it. So instead of, we weren't allowed to be quadruple qualified if you were dual qualified, if that that's makes called, sense. That's called quad qualified. Quad qualified. You could be triple qualified, just not, Tri- not qualified. Qual- no yeah. quad qualified. No quad qualified. <laughs> <laughs> so that can even get more like confusing yeah. if you don't take your time with it. But uh, absolutely. So this is why I'm saying this is my echo appreciation is the the capability of being asked to go 125 miles yeah. offshore and trying to figure out how many hoists you can get with that. Yep. Is, uh, that is one of the, yeah, that is one of the calls that you get and somebody goes, it's 120 miles and you go, Oh, I'm going to have to get a piece of paper for this one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually going to have to do some math on this one. We're going to have to math this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we kind of dragged our heels because it's not as pressing, but we told the boat if they were able to head towards shore, but like not at a direction that was going to completely take them off course. Cause I think they were going somewhere in Europe. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So those are always very interesting conversations to have with multi-billion dollar corporations that- you never know how it's going to go. They're either going to be like, yeah, like we'll help you out a little bit or no, like screw you. We're going to do what we want to do, but still get this person off our boat. Mm -hmm. But they were super helpful and they went Northwest for us to help like close the gap. Oh, nice. And we max gas the possible Mm -hmm. capacity and I let Emily steal the right seat on this. Yeah, one you she's did. Like, she's like, you went, you just had this great case on Friday. I'm yeah. stealing this. I was like, yeah, have it, girl. You got it. Yeah. It didn't sound like you offered it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was already out in the aircraft like, spinning yeah, it up like, before I could even make a you decision. Ever, yeah, you ever get that? You're like, hey, co- you co- tell your co-pilot to go start the aircraft and they're in the right seat. And you're like, oh, I guess I never said <laughs> well, it's in the right seat. Bold move. Yeah. See how it pays off for him. Right. Con. And by our calculations before we took off, we're like, okay, we could probably get two hoist yeah. maybe and we had the discussion leaving thomas on the cruise ship which they all wanted to do right leave thomas again yeah leave thomas again <laughs> it is a cruise ship they're going to europe <laughs> yeah can you imagine and he's not upset about it yeah, he's no. like, i guarantee that he's like i would not be mad if you left me and i yeah. was like i'm i would be mad at myself which for the listeners that is a in the 65 community that is a common thing yes. for the rescue swimmer to stay behind because right we're going to go out and launch full crew four of us and you get on scene and it, you pick up a patient, right? And usually you're transferring to a lower level of care. Yes. Uh, handing off a patient to the Coast Guard, right? Because we're EMT qualified usually on the cruise ship. Got doctors, nurses, stuff like that, right? So it's like, okay, we need to take the patient. Got to take the nurse. And then you're like, well, I guess I'm about to leave the swimmer, yeah. right? And then that's happened before. That's dude. always a really funny conversation to have because then you get the swimmer with a sh- massive shit eating grin just sitting oh, there yeah. like, that's okay. Yeah, oh, they know exactly what's going on. Oh, yeah. And they're yeah. like, you know what? I, it would probably make mo- most sense yeah. for me to just stay back here yeah. on this cruise to Mexico. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or to Europe. <laughs> or and, then you get a, and then you get a selfie and they're all decked out in like some like. People you, are buying them shots. Yeah. 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 Oh, good times. <laughs> there are uh, some funny stories. Perks the job. 
Yeah. Maybe a future podcast episode. But anyways. Ooh, yeah, you can gather a bunch of swimmers, talk about their... It's at least several. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, anyways. anyways yeah, we're, we're going on a tangent, but... It happens. <laughs> so we are taking the nurse, too. So we're going 120 plus miles offshore, picking up two extra bodies. Mm-hmm. So... With them closing the gap, it helped us out tremendously. And we mm. even talked about having a second crew come up behind us and pick up Thomas, mm. which really would have been a bummer for him. You guys yeah. dual B0? So after COVID, we went, instead of dual B0, we went mm. B0, B2. So on okay. Alpha Bravo, oh, okay. So this is the B2 crew that B2 you were thinking? B2 crew, yeah. yeah. Well, what, time was, what time of day was this? 1.30 p.m. Dog yeah, yeah an hour before you're, you're going to get off, yeah, of course. Yeah, I was going to say, you're almost done. <laughs> almost done. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, I tell you what, though, I'm, I don't know if you guys have been that far offshore, but you get around like that 80, 90 mile mark. You're like, dang, yeah. especially in Jersey where the water is yeah. grody and, yeah. and it's, I was wow, gonna it's say, blue. You probably started to get into the Gulf Stream, depending on what time of year it was, right? Yeah. Yeah. Blue and yeah, it was warmer. You can see all the turtles yep. down there. Yep. When the, yep. uh, when the uh, horizon and the land disappears in the 65 yeah. community, you're like, okay. You're yeah. like, all right, I'm, I'm out here. It's yeah. just me. Yeah. And shout out to uh, Elizabeth City. They launched a C-130 for us too. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Can't forget about them having our backs up there. But yeah, so we we get on scene. I think we probably met them around the 95 mile mark. And we crushed out the hoists pretty quick, I would mm-hmm. say. Got Thomas down, got where'd, the litter down. Where'd you hoist to on the boat, on the cruise ship? Uh, so I want to say it was a carnival, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. And it was too, we were worried about the, uh, the stacks there. Mm-hmm. So we did it to the port quarter. Oh, okay. That's nice. where oh, we sweet. ended up doing the hoist. And, uh, that's not the, uh, that's not the Leo deck. What's the Leo deck? I don't know. Or Lido deck. I don't know. Yeah, what I, is that? I don't know. It's like when you go on a cruise, you're like, Hey, there's a, uh, Macarena party on the Leo deck. Oh, I don't know. I've been on one cruise. Okay. So you did not go to the Leo deck. I was not invited. I'm apparently. mispronouncing this. Miranda's going to get more DMs about <laughs> how Dude, these idiots ever Right now the cruise ship industry is pissed. Yeah. <laughs> but was it like an active like deck of like the cruise goer participants? Like where you hoisted from? Or was it just like a maintenance area? Um, I think it was like an active area that mm. they just ended up clearing because that okay. was what we elected was going to be the best for us because sure. it still kept us going towards land too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. So we can at least monitor cool. our, yeah. our bingo. But like on our transit out there too, like just being able to throw in and estimate what the weights are going to be for the individuals at oh, what yeah. point and you can just like yeah. dictate how many hoists like that that's my appreciation for that. Go to be able to do that. It's yeah. like, wow. Okay. Instead of me doing all the math, this machine is doing it for me. Yeah. I'm getting really, really echo specific. Did you utilize like the alternate flight plan at all as well? Or did you just do like what, like just with the weights, mess with the weights with the, just turn? mess with the weights. Okay. Yeah. Cause um, we could have done that for yeah, sure. I'm, yeah. But we're, I, mean, I guess you were, had one flight plan out and back. Right. So. And, and with, Unfortunately, have Emily and I both going back and forth in the Delta and Echo. Oh, yeah. We just kind of kept it basic, mm-hmm. just to let's go out there, get yep. the job done, not get yeah. too fancy. Yeah. And that's, you know, 600 pounds yeah. per hour, baby. That'll get yeah. you offshore and back in, and, your, in your head. And, uh-huh. and you'll be shocked too, especially if you get that cruise ship to turn, like how much time you do save. Because at the beginning of the case, we thought, well, maybe we're going to have to leave Thomas. And then it turned mm-hmm. in like, okay, we could do these hoists. 
but we might need to go to the air station instead of going to the hospital. Oh yeah. But then it turned into, Oh my gosh, we have all this fuel. We can wow, go that's to awesome. the that's hospital. Great. So we ended up taking both her and the nurse to the hospital. And Thomas just sitting in the back with his arms crossed, just a, like grumpy, a, like, a sad pup. Sad. Like, I want to go to Scotland. He had no job because the flight, the flight, the nurse was yeah. on board. Yeah. yeah. I want to say flight nurse, but the cruise ship nurse. Yeah. You know? And he didn't get to go to Scotland or wherever. Yeah. The yeah wherever they were, Shame. they were freaking going. And, uh, Emily actually pulled up there cause you can track the cruise ships mm-hmm. and their tracks. And she pulled up the track and you could see like, they were like on this northeast heading mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's just like a 90 degree mm-hmm. angle to the left yep. and like some turns and then finally they got back on their track oh, going nice. to wherever they were going. But that's really cool. That's good to hear that they're accommodating, you know, because yeah. yeah. like, like you were saying there, you know, that's a multi, at least million dollar company oh, yeah. that is probably on time, on target yes. for all things. Yep. But uh, dude, those, pa- those passengers need to be, uh, need to be in Europe at a certain time. Uh, yeah. 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 They need to be eating. Otherwise you start eating into port time. Oh yeah. You don't you know? want to, you don't want to do that. <laughs> and then you got grumpy folks <laughs> yeah. that needed a little bit more time in Germany. All the grumpy know? folks on the Leo deck. <laughs> uh, Lido, Leo, I have no idea. So you did take the patient back to a hospital? We did. So I actually went to the right the, uh, one. That's right. <laughs> yeah. We're not going back to Did you uh, have some face-to-face time with Doc? Who yeah. called you? <laughs> no, I should have. This, that would have been their opportunity, right? Yeah, right. No, it, yeah. We took them to Atlantic Care downtown okay. and then- nice. and did you have to shut down? We did not. No. Okay. Definitely not. Um, good. We had plenty of fuel, but that was like the biggest concern. And even sector was just like, they knew. And we told them like prepped them beforehand, like fuel's going to be a little tight for us. And they were incredibly patient. Yeah. Sector Del Bay in the Philly area is a really good sector. And they, they were super patient. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out everybody, you know, love good sectors. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's some, there's some interesting ones out there. I'll, yeah. out there. That. Uh-uh. They, I'll tell you what sector saved my ass though. Plenty of times. <laughs> so that's uh, another podcast yeah. in itself. I'm sure yeah. Cult, titled sector saved your ass. SSA. SSA. They probably said Charleston if I was a betting man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Solid folks up there. They're great. They were good. They were good. They were good. Yeah. There you go. Well, damn dude, that is a solid. I know that was, that, that was actually my last flight in Atlantic city too. They didn't give me a, an LFF to you didn't get New the, York uh, City. the crossed, uh, no, oh, no water stream. I don't did you, fire you didn't get that when you left Savannah. What are you talking about? Yeah, I did. No, you, you did. got that. Yeah. No, you did. They do that to everyone. That no. Okay. Clearly no. Not. <laughs> now you're fooling me. <laughs> no, dude, that's your last flight. Last, your last flight in the dude, Coast Guard right what there. A great last flight. My last flight in Savannah was a, was a Uncore or something down in Jacksonville with a search pattern that had 35 mile legs. Oh my gosh. Wow. How long did it take you to do that one? Mm, took us three bags of gas. So mm. Your shout out to that section. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was like, I was yeah. like, all right, well, well that's, that's part of the territory, are. but I mean, sometimes yeah. you have really cool duty days yeah. like Leah. Sometimes you have, have 35 mile leg search patterns. Right. Yeah. And on a high note or a low note. Yeah. Yeah. That's really a high cool. Note, but anyways, yeah. that's wow. What yeah. like the fact that I was both, the same cruise, same both crew, times. right? Like yeah. that. I mean, and then Emily's riding a high because she's yeah. like, "Wow, SARS amazing! Like, what have I been missing the last two years doing AI?" And then like it just went dead for her after that. So. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, that's what happens. You go, you go, you know, you do a bunch of SAR cases, and then it's just like crickets. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Once you make aircraft commander, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Some, sometimes you're happy to have a quiet night. Right. Like, eh, I just want to sleep. Gentlemen, I just slept the whole yeah. night. Oh what? yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, when you were, when you were linking up with the boat, did you, did they, were you just going based off of a lat long or did you use the whole intercept thing? Yeah. So we just lat longed oh, yeah, it. Question. They gave us uh sector gave us the most updated position oh, right nice. before we took off. Nice. Okay. And I mean, obviously you could see that thing. Yeah. Once you get close enough. Right. So then right we there. just assumed that was the one we were going. I mean, it was the only one out there. I think that's a safe assumption. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's a huge cruise ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what we. Unless you're like in Miami or something we, like that, then there. We actually had a over. we had a a medevac off the Savannah Anchorage, and if you've ever flown over that, there's about forty container ships oh, in the Savannah yeah. Anchorage, and we had a medevac to a specific one, <laughs> and that didn't cross my mind, and we were getting out there, and I was like, oh boy, yeah, and like the lat long is lat long ish, you know, especially yeah. when there's forty boats around. Yeah, you're and I was just like, like on Channel Sixteen. What? No, we just are you? behind them and looked at all the names, <laughs> and we're like, oh, there's it. Yep. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Lessons learned on the first and second case. All right. Uh, first case, lessons learned. If I had to go back and do it again, I would definitely have Thomas try to evaluate everybody. And mm -hmm. then so that way, like we could, because what if that guy fell out of the basket out of the helicopter as we mm -hmm. were flying away? Like, yeah. you know, so to try to package the cabin mm -hmm. a little better than what we did. Definitely lesson learned. Think about that before you're putting your swimmer down right. or have that conversation. I think it, everything was just happening so fast and we wanted to get him down there and help those individuals because two of them were still in the boat Yeah, and they're just floating away. Yeah. And towboat us is doing their best. So that's a lesson learned for sure is just, the Can, sequence. Let me ask you a question. Another mass casualty event that you have with multiple people in the water and multiple injuries. Are you bringing the litter again or no? Um, or like obviously depends, but it de yeah, like obviously it depends. We brought the litter because we knew the guy's leg was like jacked and there yeah, was no way yep. we were going to get him in the basket. Right. And Correct. then they, the, how exactly how sector worded the guy who was dead mm -hmm. is like unconscious, possibly dead. Yeah. So you're like, okay, like that also plays a factor into it. Sure. But Thomas elected to deal with the guy whose foot was broken. But yeah, like if the, if there's just people in the water and I didn't know, I don't think I would have brought the litter. Litter is yeah. always a, a interesting, sensitive topic for me because it takes up a lot of room and it's difficult to manage. Yeah. And it's like 108 but, pounds or something. But you know, it's funny is like, but it's absolutely needed. You know, it's funny. Right. It's like, it's a weird kind of like realm that we live in in the 65 community where it's like, well, that's also 10 minutes of fuel. And I think too, yeah. another thing too, now that I'm thinking about it. So we don't do this a lot and train it a lot, but put the hoist power in pilot, right? And allow the pilot to take some of that pressure out. Cause Blake, when he was trying to get both the litter and the basket. He's oh, like okay. trying to control it himself and pull the guy in without oh, yeah. any help yeah. where I could have been doing that the entire time. Like yeah. he tells me to beep, like I could have beeped it down to help like him a, out. Like in a stabilized hover. Yeah. You're yeah. not, you're not, you're not hoisting to a dynamic environment, but he is, can't like, he can't reach the box. It's a lot to ask of him yeah. to like, that's a very to manipulate the switch yeah. and pull a 200 plus pound man in a, yeah device oh, into the cabin and we yep. don't really Dude, think I am, I am about that. Putting that i'm putting that one away that's a Definitely. good one like hey you can train me. it too when you're yeah. on an rt2 like, yeah yeah especially with, you know they can you, like you just said basically hey lower the hoist 
bring yeah. it down or something like yeah. that. I need, more, I need more slack. Give me, I need more slack. Bring it up, yeah. lower it, you know. Oh, and, dude. and they know so clicks nice. too. And that's how like we, as a crew and our trainer that Monday practiced it. Cause we talked about it afterwards. We were like, oh, okay. oh we should have nice. done this. Yeah. And then we went out and, and actually practice it. And mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, give me two clicks. So Emily was the one hoisting she, she, two clicks and he's like two more clicks. And so like they know too. So it's just yeah. a good CRM teamwork. I've, that's cool. I've never touched that button. I like that. Have you touched that button? Uh, no. Sometimes yeah. I, mean, I forget it's there. So yeah. it's like, yeah, dude. Awesome. Yeah. A hundred percent. I agree with you for the litter stuff too. That's, that's a challenging one. Cause one, we don't do any live hoist with the litter. Right. And I think for the flight mix, they might have an opportunity to do uh, hanger hoisting with a litter. And I'm not sure if they even put anybody in the litter, but like the first time they drag a litter in the aircraft is probably the first time with yeah. like a, a body in it. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so that's challenging, but uh, I've, I've messed around with the litter back there before. And in a, in a perfect situation, you can get two litters back there, but you have to bring them in an opposite end. So it'd be like head to foot and yeah. foot to head. Yeah. Um, and you'd have to remove the rescue swimmer raft and you'd have to remove the life raft too. And to do it from a hoist would be very hard to land and bringing two litters, you know, like that would make sense. Yes. But, uh, you know, from the swimmer standpoint, um, like any suspected neck or back injuries, you really almost have to do a litter, you know what yeah. I mean? But I'm a big fan of this other maneuver. Uh, basically you, you guys know the double lift will do it for like hypothermic patients yeah, and stuff right. like that. So like, let's say you're in a pinch and you didn't have a, like a whole lot of equipment, like that could be a good, uh, recovery, um, of, of like multiple folks because you could reuse those things. You yeah. know what I mean? Of course, no neck or back right. uh, injury suspected or anything like that. But yeah, do you do a couple double lifts of people that have like weird injuries that lift is not going to hurt yeah. or, or make worse. Yeah. And that would be like a good, good tool too. Yeah. Dude, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, definitely. And, and with that guy that was quote unquote unconscious, yeah. right? We talked about it after we got the two individuals in the cabin. We asked Thomas like, I mean, the only thing we can do is like, if you did the physical grip, but even then, like, yeah, I mean, that guy's yeah, not even responsive. That's and, tough. That's tricky. And too. then they started CPR, right? So then once you start, you can't stop it. Yeah. I've, I've had a, um, so lo- I was lucky enough back in late September. Um, I got to, uh, go out and test this new device with the stand, um, rescue yeah, stand yeah, yeah. team that here rolls called, up, right? called the sked. I'm showing these guys a picture right now. Oh, nice. It's okay. a, it's a roll up litter, um, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty it badass. It, it, so it rolls up and the rescue swimmer can actually deploy with it slung over their back, okay. like in a backpack oh. or like, it honestly looks like a yoga mat, right? And it weighs 13 pounds. Oh, wow. And they roll it out and they, they unfurl it and then it's like stiff and then you can put somebody on it and bring them back up. Um, I don't know like what the process of getting that approved was, but ever since like I did that training with them, I was like, why... I was like, why don't we have this in every 65 just like popped up? Like, you know, like my, my little yoga mat sit in my closet. Like it popped that in the back of the 65. Yeah, it's not in the back of your closet or in the, your closet It's in the back of your land cruiser. No, it's in the back. So you can go do yoga on your lunch break. <laughs> no, it's in the back of my closet. Cause that was a, one of the uh, impulsive Amazon purchase that I never used. <laughs> you get a good, good deal on it. Yeah. Amazon yeah. Prime I was it. like, I was like, uh, we're not doing yoga, but anyways, <laughs> like, I love it though, man. Like, you know, little, it's a little innovative, right? Yeah. New, new equipment yeah. stuff that kind of makes but sense. But something like that where not necessarily a neck or back injury, but something where you can't put an individual in a basket, yeah. but they have to be laid out. Right. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and then they were doing, we did, um, I, I guess not a lad poo, I guess you call it a sked poo. 
you can't say that on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but they were deploying with, with the dummy into it uh-huh. and they were, and they were riding up and down the hoist with them into it. It was, it was fantastic, That's man. cool. Super easy employment. So and that, I, like I it, mean, man. honestly, that probably, if we had that, that'd have been oh, gold, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. It does. It does catch a, wi- a bit of wind. Oh, it does sail a little bit. Flyback goes, Hey, but when the swimmer would, um, would, uh, like deploy with it and then come back up with it, mm. it was pretty stable. Okay. Now, did you, uh, use a trail line yes. with this, with the sked yep. poo? They did the, <laughs> yes. Okay. Trail line with a sked poo, but we okay. did, we also did, um, directs without this with without the trail line too and actually worked pretty well really and then they they attached the trail line to different parts of the sked okay during that whole test flight yeah and so um it like like i think i think when they hooked it on the the far ends it was pretty stable but when they put it in the middle the thing would just spin but, oh interesting. but you know okay great 65 cool man equipment so love it yeah, yeah we yeah. don't have a whole lot of space back there we do not no and that's tricky sometimes. Cabin management is something that you don't really think Teach. about until yeah, it in, affects you. Until you're in it and you're like, yeah. crap. Yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah, going back to your lessons learned though, I would say that for sure for that first case. Mm-hmm. I don't regret taking those individuals to that hospital Mm-mm. at all. Like if I had to go back and do it again, I'd still take them there. Yeah. Just time and you didn't know what you were dealing with. So I don't regret that. For the second case, lessons learned. Um, let's see. Don't take a dog watch. <laughs> Cause you probably, um, it's back. great to have a solid crew and get yes. to do everything on repeat. It's like, let's I, run it back. Probably I mentioned this in the podcast before, but like the feeling of having a crew that meshes well together on a star case. Yes. Nobody's stepping on each other. Everybody's like, it's just like a well-oiled machine. You guys get back nice. like handled. Yeah. Yeah. Done. That's a beautiful thing. It is a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you're cutting paper and you stop like the motion of the scissors and the paper, the scissors just glide through the paper. (laughs) Same feeling. That's a good feeling though. Same feeling. I love it. I'm like, yes. Yeah. You're just, that's exactly what it feels like. Do you wrap Christmas presents? I do. (laughs) You don't. I, it looks like. Your wife wraps Christmas presents. It looks like. He's too happy about how to cut paper. Yeah. Yeah. I I will cut the paper a hundred percent. Okay. I do like, cause you know how it comes with the dotted lines on the back. I, I do, do like the dotted lines. <laughs> I, do, reference. Use yeah. the dotted lines. I do like rip. I do like yeah. rip and a cut. Dude, they put that there for dudes, but I get so frustrated and then, and it looks like just like a really effed up Tootsie roll. And then it just <laughs> put, put underneath the tree. That's man wrapping right yeah. there. And you put a bow on it, right? Yeah. My, my wife did buy me a chainsaw for Christmas and she wrapped it perfectly. Like, what? and it conformed to the chainsaw no. shape and really? it was under the tree. And I was like, that's awesome. You're like, did you take a picture? Uh, I did not take a picture. Um, Pixar didn't happen. Yeah, I did. I did try to, I did. I was like, Oh, I'm going to rip this thing. She's like, go outside and do it. I was like, it's fine. We're in the house. No, go outside. You ripped the pull cord and started it. That's how you unwrapped your, that's how you unwrapped it? no, that's not. <laughs> oh, that would have been cool, epic though. though. Yeah. 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 You should be like, babe, dude, you could wrap it better. I, I could totally see it's a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. God, dude. <laughs> if I wrap that thing, it'd be like, why? It's not even a surprise. Yeah. Dude, it is, um, just is tough. I, love I that. uh, but but somebody t- and I and I will do this once. The IFR charts and the you know the paper copies and everything. Stop it, dude! You're getting too cute. People wrap presents in that. I, know. I think that's pretty cool. That's cute. That's great. Really Have cute. you ever done cute. that? I no. I will look like a Tootsie Roll in a VFR sectional. <laughs> like it just looked horrible. Uh, good stuff, Some dude. Some people are artistic or dedicated. <laughs> Some people are autistic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I was going to say that. I'm sorry. I beat you to it. But <laughs> I know which one I am. Yeah. Oh, Hey, uh, what a, thank you. Thanks yes. for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me guys. And and congratulations yeah. on taking over uncle Rob's spot. Is he going to be mad? I do have a confession. So you know how, do you guys have Spotify? No. Yeah. Oh. You don't have Spotify? Apple, oh, you're an Apple. Apple music guy. Yeah. Apple music. Okay. Well, yeah. I have both. I'm, I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, geez. No, it's just because I'm too lazy to cancel my oh, Apple one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Spotify does like the unwrapped every year, right? Yeah. You guys know where I'm going this, with this. But so it does like your top five artists, songs, podcasts. I don't really listen to a whole lot of podcasts. But. But. So for you guys, Lights Who Friday. I was 20% of your listeners oh, last year. Yes. Does that make me your number one fan? Yes, it is. 20%? I don't need percent. Yep. Yeah, I think so. You are a number I one only, fan. Well, when you have to drive 19 hours. That's a good And you got to catch up on some podcasts. Yeah. yeah. That's probably what did it. Heck yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in. A yeah, uh, big shout out to Sam and Kenny and the folks that came before them. Yes. Because yes. They're probably, <laughs> they're probably uh, the rest of the 80%. Yeah, the rest of the 80% of the listeners. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was, Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, no, I, they're the content creators. That's a good point. Yeah. That is true. Where is Sam? He's, I, uh, I saw oh, that he's shoot. coming. Where he's, in the world is Sam? You know what? Should we? Uh, I think he's coming back in May. I saw a message. Yep. Okay. He is. That is a good point. I saw a picture of a van and it was snowing out. And that's the last I saw. So he must be somewhere cold. He's probably ready to come back to the South. <laughs> no, he's not. You don't think so? As soon no. as he gets here in May, he's going to regret it. No, he's, he's so happy to be out in Europe in his little van right now. Yeah. His, his sniv line, you know what it says? His sniv line says time to shred the gnar in the Alps for all winter. <laughs> so he is not. Uh, okay. I think Nick's got a beat on him. Okay. Uh, last I saw this post was only a couple hours ago from yeah. his wife. It looks like they're in Italy and, um, there's very large mountains and mm. mountain goats and alpacas. Alpaca? Is there and any snow? There's yeah. tons of snow. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. So uh, dolomites? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to Google it. That's the Wi-Fi here is garbage, so yeah. it's not going to make this episode. But yeah, if you know where that's at, the that's dolomites. where Sam's at. Uh, do you think he thinks about us as much as we think about where no. he is? No, no. Way. Yeah, he does not care. Yeah. No. 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 He only thinks about us when he has to actually come to work. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's a sad thought like, oh, I have to go to yeah. work. And then he's yeah. probably, I don't know if you guys do this, but like you want to get hit by a car Dude. before work, not after work, right? Yeah. This is actually hilarious. Okay. So before we told you guys where Sam is, we kind of stopped the recording to call Sam <laughs> and see what happened. But he did not pick up. But I just got a text message did you, from him. What? Oh. Tell him the answer. I'm going to. I can't. I, I, don't, I can't because, because a text message. Ready? Sam says, hey, bud, can't pick up. It's 1.30 in the morning, and we are getting our beauty rest to ski a glacier tomorrow in the Dolomites. Miss you, XOXOXOXO. Oh, what a guy. What a guy. And on that note. Yeah. He must He must have known yeah. what I was for. Yeah. He knew exactly. Yeah, he did. Well, we prepped him. We told him. Yeah. We're going to call you and ask you where you're at, and then we're going to hang up. So Dolomites confirmed. Dolomites. There it is. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. Well. Great freaking. What a rip. Hell yeah, guys. Podcast dudes. Yeah, the roadcaster smoking. It's probably time to end this one. <laughs> Dude, it is smoking right now. Yeah. I think it's a thousand degrees yeah. right now. A lot of verbal content. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you want to call there it. There it is. Uh, One last shout out, guys. Yes. Yeah. I've been doing that all podcasts since I clearly shout love everybody. Out. Shout out. All right. Shout out. 
Helmet Fire Aviation. Maybe some of you guys know who they are. Jonah here has joined us. Uh, I was in with him in Atlantic City, nice. as well as T9. They design a lot of patches. So if your unit's looking for an upgrade, definitely hit them up. They're very artistic. Big Bible fan vouch. of their work. Yes. Nice. Yeah, very, very big fan. They're pretty cool. Okay. They do some fun. My favorite patch is the Hot Sar. Dude, I, I love oh, I love the Hot Sar. Out, so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I got to support our own. Dude, we've yeah. had woodworkers on, on oh, yeah. shout outs before. Which we still... We still are in are waiting for our uh, coasters. Oh, that's so, true. You guys are getting yeah. coasters? Apparently Maybe. not. So. <laughs> it's been a couple months. Yeah, big fan of those guys. Yeah, big they fan. do some good work. Big, big fan. And uh, if Uncle Rob wants to ditch y'all, happy to fill in. Oh, that's well, what's up, dude. That's cool, man. Love it. Thanks, Leah. Thanks of for course. coming on today and joining Thanks, us. Guys, yeah, of course. Yeah, this is a good, uh, hopefully scrubbed off some rust. Yep. We're getting back into it. So yeah. We're going to be year, dropping some episodes. You. It's our thirty exactly. day. It's our thirty day warm up for uh, Heli Expo. Dude, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. See you in California. Let's go. Hey!